Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Hour number two right here. You know how we start off hour number two normally. It's with yes or no's. Before we get to that, we still have some stuff we need to talk about. We still have observations that we're going to go over a little bit in the end of this segment. And next segment, the sniff test, the picks of the week. We have a loaded hour number two before Thursday night football starts tonight between the uh and the uh. I usually give the team names out, but it's really uh and uh. It is New England and Pittsburgh. Both teams are very stinky right now. And I don't even want to talk about either team's fantasy implications because there's really none there. So let's just move forward. Let's go to yes or no's. Are you ready, Nosey, for yes or no's? Yes. Yeah, good answer. Okay, let me take a deep breath. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for our award-winning segment we do here on Zach and the Nose called Yes or No's. I will ask No's 10 questions, nine of them being fantasy football questions, one of them being a life question. I don't want to give it away today, but it'll be a fun question number 10 for the nose today. Uh, it has to do with movies. That's the only hint you'll get movies. Okay, let's start it off here. Uh, we do have a little bit of uh Thursday night football on with yes or no's, but we'll get through those real quickly. Are you trusting any wide receivers on Pittsburgh with Trubisky at quarterback? Yes or no's? No's easy. Number two, is there legit anyone to start on New England fantasy-wise? Yes or no's? No's. Easy enough. Let's move on to the real questions. Question number three through nine. I had to get those two in there because every week I do start off yes or no's with Thursday night football stuff. But now that that's out of the way, we could actually have fun with the next six or seven questions here. Quarterback question for you. CJ Stroud or Josh Dobbs this weekend? I pick Dobbs. Yes or no's? Wow. No's. I cannot pick Dobbs coming off of that four-interception game. I understand you're saying. I get it at Las Vegas. It's a good matchup. But no's. I do not like him whatsoever. Sidebar. Only reason why I picked Josh Dobbs, do you know why? No. Tell me why. Jefferson's coming back this week, and that's the only reason why I would pick Josh Dobbs this week. And he is in a uh, a list that if you have a two quarterback league or a super flex, yes. But he he looked real shaky. But yes, the return of Justin Jefferson does make it look a bit attractive. Let's see. All right, Justin Jefferson will show up again, and yes or no is coming down. That's your little tease there. Question number four: A train is a better start than Radio Raheem this week. Yes or no's? Yes. The uh, the change of the guard is here, although both are must-starts. Radio Raheem is a nice start. But that being said, the explosive player right now is A-Train between the two of them. I love them both, Zach, but if you were asking me to start one or the other, I'm going A-Train over Radio Raheem. All right, question number five. A top pick in most drafts, if not every single one, unless you're crazy, 
A.A. Ron Ekular is not a top 10 running back this week in fantasy. Yes or no's? You double negative me, so I don't even know what you're saying, but yes. He's not a top 10. If you say yes, that means you're agreeing with me. He's not a top 10 running back this week. Knows then I am still <laughs> going back to him. The only reason is, is every single person down here remembers remembers the day that the Miami Dolphins play the Denver Broncos. The matchup is absolutely perfect for Ekelar, who, by the way, is the number one biggest fantasy bust in the 2023 season so far, based on where they were drafted. Let's be very clear outside of injuries, he hasn't been injured. Maybe at the very beginning, he missed a game and a half. But that being said, A.A. Ron Ekelar, who went in the top three in every fantasy league this year, has been a huge bust. But this is a week that I still have him in the top 10. I like him this week against Denver. It's because of the matchup. So start Ekelar. And God, if you are still in the eligible to make the playoffs with him, you are a very good fantasy owner. All right. Number six, he's back. Can Justin Jefferson be a top five wide receiver this week in fantasy? Yes or no's? No's. Not top five, but top 10. I still have Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase, and Amon Ross St. Brown ahead of him. Add a little A.J. Brown as a sprinkle as well. Justin Jefferson, though, is an absolute must-start. Do not kid yourself. He is right there. I like him ahead of players like Jalen Waddell and Mike Evans and Brandon. Ayuk! Just making sure you're paying attention. Oh, I was. I was. Even though I was looking forward to my next question. All right, question number seven here. Another wide receiver question for you. Has Nico Collins become a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy, not just this week, but overall? Yes or no's? Yes, Tank Dell being out. Nico Collins had like 13 targets last week, nine catches, 191 yards, and a touchdown. The kid is for real, huge target. He go deep. I love me some Nico Collins. All right, question number eight. We talked about uh, the tight end spot a lot in that first hour. This was written two days ago, so I'm still going to run with it. Sammy Laporta and Dalton Kincaid have taken over Kittle and Hawkinson as the two and three at the tight end position in fantasy. Yes or no's? No's because you added TJ Hawkinson, who is still playing on a much elite level, but has uh, Kincaid uh, gone over a Kittle? Absolutely, man. That is a no question, no brainer. And Slam Laporta, by the way, is going to be in contention to being the number one tight end next year as Travis Kelsey has sort of hit that top level, and now maybe he's on, he's still going to be Travis Kelsey. But eventually, it comes down a little bit. While one's going up, the other's coming down, they'll meet each other halfway. Laporta and Kelsey are going to be the one-two tight ends next year. No question about it. All right, last fantasy football question before we get to the 10th question here on yes or no's. No's, we have now broken it. I am going with the defensive question for the first time, I think, ever on yes or no's. Texans defense, Steelers defense, Dolphins defense this week. I'm going with Houston. Yes or no's? Wow, it's a great job by you. No's. I am not, although it is a good bet. There's something a little weird that I think Zach Wilson is going to be just above below average, if that makes any sense. Right, I like it. I do not like some Zach Wilson, but let me tell you something. In tonight's game... 
Frank Zappa is the quarterback. He's terrible. Their wide receivers are terrible. Ezekiel Elliott is serviceable at best. They don't have Rashawn, uh, excuse me, Ramondre Stevenson. I have the Steelers as the number one defense, the Texans as the number two defense, and then the Cleveland Browns this week going most likely against C.J. Beathard as the number three defense. I can't believe you made me bring up defenses. I know. First time I think ever, yes or no's has had a defensive yes or no's question for you. Okay, question number 10. I told you the hint before was involving movies. I like to put you on the spot. I don't like to give you time to think about things so I can grade you and give you bad grades here on question number 10 every single week. The Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. I need your top four. And I will tell you at that point, if you're wrong or right, I have my top four in front of me right now. Number one, Die Hard. Okay. Now, if you, if it's allowed in the category, it's the best action movie ever made. And I don't want to hear anything about that. Literally, John McClane, number one. Okay. Number, okay, number two, uh, Christmas Vacation. Okay. I'm a Griswold fan. Okay. And that movie was amazing. Grace! Grace. <laughs> okay, so anybody who remembers that, that is number two. That I know I'm going to forget one. Home Alone. Okay. No doubt is on my Mount Rushmore, number three. And I know a lot of people are big fans of the movie Elf. I am not putting Elf there. This is a tough one for me, Zach. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling with number four, but I do not like the Elf. Okay. No, you put me on the spot. All right, on the spot. You have no notes in front of you. You did not know this question. I am asking you on the fly. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Bad Santa as number four. One of the I came out with it. Oh my god, I did. But then, it is now that movie will make me laugh. So that is my Mount Rushmore. I am really curious to see how I did and scored on your because there is no you know for you it's just there's right and wrong. So tell me how right. I did. You, you got two out of four right. You got 50%. Home Alone, Die Hard, 100% on that list for the Mount Rushmore. If I was carving it into the mountain right now, you'd see a picture of Macaulay Culkin and you'd see a, a picture of John McClane in the top left of Mount Rushmore. I'd like it to be Hans Gruber, but continue on. Hans Gruber, great call. We can make that switch at the last second, no problem whatsoever. Or the dude that was doing all the coke in the in the movie too that got killed. That guy could be on there also. I forgot his name. He's he's good also. Uh, you did have a third Elf. one. Right. You did have a third one, but you knocked it off. Elf is the third one on there on the list. And Christmas Vacation, unfortunately, number five on my list. Number four, or really number one, they don't play it for 24 hours straight on TNT because it's a bad Christmas movie. A Christmas Story has to be on there, and on the Mount Rushmore is the BB gun, not even the kid. It's the BB gun on the Mount Rushmore to be carved in there. Home Alone, Die Hard, Elf, and Christmas Story, the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. I disagree on the yeah. Christmas story. Right. Okay. I, it's just, but of course, you're always right. I mean, correct. It, correct. You know, I don't know if Trading Places gets to be a, a considered a Christmas movie because uh, that is it is absolute... during Christmas. That's the same thing with Die Hard. It is during Christmas, so it can right. be considered at that point. If we are considering that in there, I am willing to take Elf off and put Trading Places in at four. Feeling good. 
Mortimer, right? I'm in for that. I, I'm, I'm, we could be Mortimer. We could be very fine with that. But that's good. So, so two out of four, and you had the third, but you spit it out with Elf at that point. But you did catch yourself with trading places. So um, we're good at that point. So that was good. Not bad here. As we get into the Christmas kind of time at this point, and happy Hanukkah, by the way, to everyone out there tonight who is celebrating Hanukkah as I'm eating brisket and potato latkes tonight and being very happy about that as well. So there you go with that. Um, so that is the Mount Rushmore Christmas stories. That is yes or no's this version. Uh, I'd like to, before we go to break, go back to an observation or two with your nose. Um, this was something that last week kind of crushed me at, at certain points. Uh, Michael Pittman, he had about 4,007 targets in that game last week. Uh, there is some magic going on with Gardner Minshew. The Minshew magic is real, I guess, at some points with that Colts offense. Let's talk about it a little bit considering the fact that Johnny Taylor is not even in the mix right now, and they're still doing pretty good. They're doing really good. And why we're bringing up the Colts are it's nice to have a player or two on a team like the Colts that are very motivated to win and get their best players the ball. Man, you said it. Michael Pittman last week, six, 16 targets. But I don't think any of them were longer than five yards each. Right. But he just keeps – it's like a – and it's, it's like a running play almost. They just put him out there four yards, pop him. He goes an extra three or four. But he is a must-start in all formats. Um, if you are looking for a boom-bust player, Alex Pierce is the long ball guy for Gardner Minshew right now. I don't recommend him, but people are in desperate times, and they are definitely trying to throw him the ball on longer targets. Zach Moss is a must-start as long as Jonathan Taylor is out. Let me be clear, though, with them winning right now, Zach, and being 7-5 and really in the hunt for a wild card race or not too far off from winning their division against Houston, Jonathan Taylor is going to be back and I believe has a shot of being a, let's just say, a significant player in weeks 16 and 17. So you're going to have to have two more weeks where maybe next week he comes back. We'll see how that, that injury comes. but. He is not done yet, in my opinion, based off of what I'm reading. Right. So hope hope for that. But if you have both Zach Moss and JT, let's be very clear. You want one of them out, okay? Right. You want one of them right. out. You want If you have Zach Moss and JT, you want JT out, okay? Because if when JT comes back, it's not just going to be 25 rushes again for him. They're going to use both of them as they try to stay healthy and get into the playoffs. Right. That should be an interesting race. And by the way, AFC South before the season looked like one of the worst divisions in the league. They could end up putting three teams in the playoffs in the AFC if it all comes to I cannot believe that that might end up happening uh, towards the end of the season of the wild card race here. I want to give you two players' names. I want you to talk about each guy because I think both are a little bit shockers. One is Michael Evans and what he's doing in Tampa and how he's doing it every with a bad quarterback, with Tom Brady, with this guy, with that guy, it doesn't matter. And the fact that Joe Flacco is back in the NFL at this point, I'd like you to talk a little bit fantasy-wise about both these guys. The Hall of Famer, Mike Evans. Let's right. just say what it yes. is. Yes, yes. He's putting up numbers uh, that are absolutely historical that not many players could you know, put their names on. How many 1,000-yard seasons this guy is going to have is just unbelievable. But what is truly unfathomable that you have a, a really good wide receiver and Chris Godman on the other side, and, and he's not getting anything because Mike Evans is continually getting open, okay? Separation from the cornerback, still incredible route running, still incredible hands and balance when he jumps up in the air. A top 
five wide receiver this year when everybody who drafted, excuse me, when he was drafted, everyone was headed like, ugh, old, you know, not good, the not right. sexy pick. You took him two years too late. No. The bottom line is this. He is right now second most in the NFL at the scoring touchdowns as a wide receiver with 10. Who has the most? Tyreek Hill. Thank you very much. But it is, you know, Zach, the bottom line is another one of those players. If you have Mike Evans, you are putting in a wide receiver one where when you drafted him, he was probably your second or even third wide receiver drafted in your draft. And that is how you get into the playoffs. That is how you win fantasy. So Mike Evans, fantasy owners, uh, you know, kudos to you for drafting him and kudos to Baker Mayfield who is somehow getting him the ball week in and week out. Joe bleeping Flacco back in the NFL. I'm shocked. The rest of the NFL is shocked. I saw a uh, video of him sitting in the middle seat, getting ready to go to Cleveland for that workout on, the, on, on Twitter. And yet he's in there. Are you trusting Joe Flacco with this at this point? Because there are a couple of weapons on that team that people are going to be using in fantasy in Cleveland. I can't believe we're talking about Joe Flacco. Me either. I can't believe it. But here we are. Now, as of today, you know, today is Thursday. And as of right now, they are saying, we don't know who the starter is, okay? So if DTR comes back from his his concussion, he uh, may or may not get to start. But let me tell you something right now. The Browns should be starting Joe Flacco, and I cannot believe I'm saying it. You know, I am not a Flacco guy. I'm the opposite of a Flacco guy. But I watched him, and he looked in command. He looked competent. He just, believe it or not, he looked smooth. Now, let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is nothing crazy here. We're not picking up and starting Joe Flacco. But where we're going with this is Amari Cooper is still in concussion protocol. If he gets out of percussion concussion protocol, you could start him with confidence. Right. Even more, where I'm going with this is if Amari Cooper is out, Old school Elijah Moore. Remember him from the Jets? Now, he's not Uh too old, but he is talented. He had 12 targets last week. Joe Flacco knows who could, you know, who could catch a ball and make a play. And he threw the ball to Eli Moore 12 times. Now, he only had four grabs for 80 yards, Zach. But, again, it was a competent Joe Flacco throwing to a talented wide receiver and where they're going to need to score. So, if... Amari Cooper is out. I'm making it very clear. I like Elijah Moore as a sneaky start if and only if Joe Flacco is the quarterback. If DTR is named the starter, I trust none of the wide receivers. Right. And I only trust maybe Najoku at tight end because it's just like a blanket, quick, you know, read type of play for DTR. But yeah, that was enough for Joe Flacco for the show. But he looked way better than I thought he would look. If you would have told me, uh, I don't know, 16, 17 weeks ago, that we'd be talking about Joe Flacco at any point during our fantasy show, I would have laughed at you and said there's just absolutely no shot of that happening. Let's get to one more observation before we go to a break here. Uh, Let's talk about Brock Purdy because your whole quarterback situation in the draft early, early on when we were doing a couple things right before the season started was to wait on that quarterback, get your quarterback a little bit later. But you'd be really happy if you picked Brock Purdy late in this draft, in your draft, and started him because you got a pretty good offensive threat at that point with that really good offense that they have there this is the guy that's in the mvp race this is the guy that probably is going to get second or third in the mvp behind tyree kill let's talk about brock purdy for just a second here and that san francisco offense 
Brock Purdy, the fifth best quarterback in fantasy, only behind Dak Prescott, CJ Stroud, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. That one, the one who's outperforming Tua, Justin Herbert, Jared Goff, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes by a lot. That Brock Purdy? Yeah, he's been fantastic. And it's one of those uh, players that you just didn't see coming to this to this level, but Zach, right. he's got weapons. And when you get Debo Samuel into space and you could throw it to a window where he could use his speed and the same for Brandon Ayuk, the number one wide receiver in terms of yards per reception, he puts the ball where these guys are running in stride with the ball. Okay. Very similar look to by the way, what Tua is doing here in Miami. So the people who went out there and drafted Debo, by the way, Debo was very, uh, Let's just say he went real late. And for at the time, yes. obvious reasons, he went late in drafts. Kittle went late in drafts. Uh, CMC obviously was the number one or number two overall pick, but he is also just a benefactor of a great quarterback play. So the bottom line is, you know, ride that wave, right? If you have any of those 49ers, you're starting Debo, right? You know, you're starting Kittle. You're starting Ayuk. I had to do it. You're wow. starting Christian McCaffrey. What an overall offense. And, and the two teams that are favored, well, at least in my brain, the two teams that could have such an incredible matchup, whether it's it's the Eagles or San Francisco in the, uh, in the West and the, 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 the Miami Dolphins here in the East, it would be such an incredible thing if they could make a run in the playoffs because it's just such a fun brand of football to watch. Right. 100% agree with you on that one. All right. Let's get to the uh, next segment here. Let's take a break. We're going to have the sniff test coming up. We have the picks of the week coming up also before the show is done tonight. Then we have Thursday Night Football coming up after us, the Patriots and the Steelers. This is Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. MiamiChevy.com is the website. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. If you're car shopping, they'll have you in and out of there in under three hours. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Yes, we will have sniff test, the sniff test, the sniff test coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. By the way, the great folks at Tropical Chevrolet, the King, Queen, Ari, and Erica, and the family there, including us, want to wish everyone out there a very happy holiday season. Make sure you go out there and get a great, great car or truck for yourself for the holidays from Tropical Chevrolet. All right, it's time for the sniff test. 
as we like to do here every single week here on the show. Noah's going to give you a couple quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that pass the sniff test that he likes for week 14. And then he's going to give you a couple quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers he does not like that fail the sniff test. Knows I give you the mic. Give me a couple quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers for week 14 that pass the sniff test. All right, let's have some fun, shall we? The quarterbacks, I am back loving love. Highs and lows at the beginning of the season, I loved him. He had a very big lull there for a while. But at the end of the day, Jordan Love at the Giants, that is a beautiful start. Man, Jake Browning looked good, Zach. Okay, so if there's one of those players, you know, again, two quarterback system, DFS, if you want to spend a little money on your quarterback, go big elsewhere. Jake Browning at home versus the Colts. I expect them to continue to throw the ball. We know the weapons are super legit there. He is okay to start. Uh, last but not least, we discussed it. Josh Dobbs at the Raiders. And this is being mentioned because JJ is back. So Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver probably in the game, not named Terry Kill, excuse me, with Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. Josh Dobbs has as good as weapons as anybody does right now besides the Tua, Brock Purdy, and Jalen Hurts of the world. So in a two-quarterback system, he's coming off a bad game before the bye, but he had a long time to come back, and I, and I do like him this week. At the running back position, we just have to say it out loud. I am all in. Everybody, I'm just saying it one more time. A-Train is a must-start moving forward for the rest of the season. He is too big of a weapon. I know he is the second running back on this team. We've discussed it multiple times on this show. Get him in your lineup. That's the message. Zach Moss versus the Bengals. It's very important that you guys stick with him, okay? I know last week he did not have a good game. Stick with Zach Moss. It's coming versus the Bengals. And then James Cook versus the Chiefs. Listen, the best formula to beat, Pat Mo to beat Patrick Mahomes is to keep him off the field. They're going to have to establish the run, and James Cook is going to have himself a really good, gritty game. I, I believe in him. Uh, wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, full-blown green light. I love Devontae Smith. He is due for that big 100-yard game and two touchdowns. Get him in there. And week in and week out, Russell Wilson is just throwing the ball to Cortland Sutton a lot. I like him this week versus the Chargers, so get him in your lineup. Quarterbacks that pass the sniff test for week 14, Jordan Love, Jake Browning, and Josh Dobbs. Running backs, the A-Train, Devin A-Chain, whatever you want to say his name is, Zach Moss and James Cook, wide receivers Justin Jefferson, Devontae Smith, and Cortland Sutton. If we have quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that pass the sniff test, we're going to have quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that fail the sniff test. Nosey. Let's get it started with the players that fail the sniff test. Matthew Stafford might have Pakua Nakua, and he might have Cooper Cup, and he might have Kieran Williams, but I do not care versus this Ravens defense. The Ravens defense is the best defense in the NFL, and they've had two weeks to prepare for this matchup because they're coming off of a bye. I'm expecting the Ravens defense to completely shut down the Rams and Matthew Stafford. Same goes for our Finns on Monday Night Football. The defense is ready. Well, let me tell you who is not ready. That is Will Levis. Tons of talent. Sometimes could throw a big ball to DeAndre Hopkins. But let me tell you something. He is not ready for prime time. He had to come in this year because of Tannehill going down and Mark Willis not being ready. Will Levis, 
is a player you should not be starting on Monday Night Football versus the Finns here in Miami. And let me be clear on one thing, guys. Okay. If Derek Carr is out due to a concussion, this Jameis Winston is not the Jameis Winston <laughs> of years ago when I loved me a good gunslinger. Okay. Jameis Winston was a player that I knew would throw a few interceptions, but we also know he would try to throw for 400 yards back in the day with the Bucks. I do not care if they're going against the Panthers. Jameis Winston looked so bad and so late on his throws last week. It was really hard to watch. So if you're thinking of a pick him up and start him for Jameis Winston, you are making a bad mistake. At the running back position, Aaron Jones, look, he hasn't been good all year. He scares me with injury. A.J. Dillon's playing well. I do not like him if he's playing cut and dry. I do not like Kenneth Gainwell, Zach, getting a ton mm. of ads because DeAndre, excuse me, yeah, DeAndre Swift had a bad game last week. Well, I think that the game plan is going to get DeAndre Swift the ball a lot this week because the last time he had a really bad game, they fed him the next game like crazy when everybody in like week three didn't start him and he had himself a huge game. So do not jump on the Kenneth Gainwell train thinking that he's going to be in, you know, the RB one for the Eagles. I do not see that happening. And last, I'm a big fan of Khalil Herbert. Everybody knows that. And he's got a great matchup versus the Lions who have been really bad defensively. But the bottom line is I don't trust the rotation in Chicago. Right. We do not really know how that ball is going to get passed around, whether it's Roshan Johnson or Herbert, who's going to really get the more carries. And then on top of it, you know, at any point, Justin Fields is going to use his legs and get those rushing touchdowns as well. So in a vital week, we have to limit the risk. And I think the risk on Khalil Herbert is just too high to give him a start this week. Right. Speaking of risks, we now know that Jerry, Jerry Judy is just... Ugh. R.I.P. Man, I know. In terms of fantasy, it's so sad, right? So talented, as everyone knows. Again, what was he? Sixth, seventh pick overall in the NFL draft, right. coming out of Bama, maybe even a higher pick. He's just officially not startable in fantasy leagues. Moving on, a guy who has so sadly been in the do not start or fails the sniff net ca test category. Last week, I had him in there, Chris Godwin, who had exactly zero catches. Now, he did get himself a rushing touchdown, which was just one of those fluke plays in motion. He got the rush and he went, and that was impressive. But zero catches. Chris Godwin has been phased out of the offense basically almost entirely. And, and, and another one, I'm giving you a trio of really talented uh, wide receivers that failed the sniff test. And T. Higgins is still too risky. I like Browning, but it has been just throwing the ball to number one over and over again. And so Higgins, in my opinion, is still too risky of a start. I need to see him with about six to seven targets at a minimum. And I need to see him in the end zone before we're starting him in weeks that, you know, I just don't want to see you get that two for 20 or three right. for 35. And it's been when he's playing, that's what it's been. And he's been hurt. And overall, I just do not like him with Jake Browning as his quarterback. So keep T Higgins out of your lineup. By the way, possibly the best trio of wide receivers we've ever had on the on the not pat on the pat, not pass the sniff test ever in 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 literally sniff test history. Those three guys, all guys before the season that were drafted and drafted relatively early, and we are not starting them in one of the biggest weeks of fantasy football. That is that is unbelievable. Quarterbacks: Jameis Winston, Will Levi's, Jeans, Matthew Stafford. Running backs: 
Kenneth Gainwell, Khalil Herbert, Aaron Jones, and wide receivers Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, T. Higgins all failed the sniff test for week 14 of the NFL season. Like I said before, that wide receiver list that you just said, incredible. But this is not the week to have a risky start. Nose has been right. You don't want to do it this week, especially if you're fighting for a playoff spot at this point. We still have a couple minutes left here in this segment. Let's get a couple more observations in here. And it works out perfect because you just talked about a couple of these guys in the sniff test. Jordan Love, the love is back, my friend. What a game he had last week. Um, God, it was unbelievable watching him play because I didn't think he'd be that good. But Jordan Love's back, and I and I get it. Your love is back for love. I think everyone's love is back for love at this point. Yeah, I wish he did it consistently through, you know, weeks well, four through four right. through nine. But, you know, right now Green Bay has to make a decision, right? And let me tell you something. Uh, when you have a national game at home under the lights and you go ahead and you beat Patrick Mahomes, that's the type of win that you hold on to your job with. Jordan Love this week, 267 yards and three touchdowns in that big game. The week prior to that, Zach, at Detroit, I believe that was Turkey Day, 268 yards and three touchdowns. He literally had back-to-back identical games. Let's even go back furthermore. One more week, 322 yards and two touchdowns. So the bottom line is, yes, Jordan Love is back. But one of the major deciding reasons of why he has been back has been the emergence of Christian Watson, a player that we all know, major talented player. Last week, Christian Watson had seven catches for 71 yards and two touchdowns. On Turkey Day, five catches for 94 yards and a touchdown. The week prior to that, he had a touchdown. But we all watched it happen. He did go down untouched with a hamstring injury, and he is very questionable to start. So I want everyone to be very clear on this. Jordan Love, success in my opinion, is based on Christian Watson. As Christian Watson goes, I believe Jordan Love goes. He opens up that offense. He's the player who could jump higher and taller than the defensive player and make those plays. So Jordan Love for a QB2 or for a DFS play or for prop plays now with a Hard Rock Live app, whatever it is that you're doing, you must keep an eye on Christian Watson. That is the key to all of the success, in my opinion. Uh, You know, A.J. Dillon there, really nice play, but he's going to now go back with with, with Aaron Jones likely coming back. So that's a muddy situation. But Love goes as far as Christian Watson goes. Right. And let's talk about one other team here that, I mean, on top of the standings in the AFC, uh, one of the better teams all season long, and they just got crushed last week. Quarterback went down, wide receiver went down, talking about Duval County's own Jacksonville Jaguars. It was a brutal game for that team last week. Uh, Going forward, nevertheless, just that week, but going forward as a team, with aspirations of possibly the number one seed in the AFC to what's going on now. Talk about from a fantasy fantasy perspective, what's happening in Jacksonville right now. Well, I, I'm going to share a, a funny story and uh, I, I don't know how far I could go on the radio, but you'll, you'll, you'll walk me through it. I was up five fantasy points in my number one league. And I was simply going against Christian Kirk. Ooh. 
First play, Christian Kirk gets a 20-yard bomb. And then he gets a non-contact. Can we call it a penal injury? Is yeah, that fair to say? That's, that's a good I know one. you were nervous. No, okay. no, never nervous, no. An exploding penis. That's fine. You're good. Wow. Wow. So not only did Trevor Lawrence go down, but the Jaguars are dealing with non-contact exploding private parts. Wow, private is, part's a good one, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah I'm going to take it to the limit. You know, yeah, but, no, you're good, you're good. Um, yeah. I feel good about it, I do. Yeah. I wouldn't have said it otherwise. Right. Christian, the Christian Kirk injury, Zach, though, is, is actually really significant and really bad. He was a really, really big weapon in that offense, and that team is right now number, you know, was number one going into it. A brutal loss, but, you know, the only good news is it looks like Trevor Lawrence is not out for the year. Right. They're not saying, as of right now, they haven't maybe, you know, He's going to be out this week, no matter what anybody tells you, but they might be good enough to make the run. But when it comes down to starting a Calvin Ridley, I'm not doing it this week, Zach. The only player I'm starting right now for this team is Evan Ingram and Travis E.T.N. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a rough week for that team last week, considering what's going on in the playoff race there and everything there. Okay, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We got the picks of the week, and uh, and we'll talk about the schedule one more time before we get out of here in week 14. This is Zach on the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. MiamiChevy.com is the website, or go give them a visit, Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street in beautiful Miami Shores. We wrap things up on Zach on the Nose coming up next. All right, we're going to wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Thursday Night Football coming up right after us tonight. Uh, Steelers and Patriots. Wah, wah, wah. That game's coming up tonight if you're watching or listening to it here on QAM. But let's get to it. The tight end pick of the week, the nose pick of the week. Nosey, the mic is yours. In a classic NFC East matchup where both teams are as good as they get this year, the Eagles versus the Cowboys. Let me tell you something. For those who go back in the day, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. This pick reminds me of Jay Novacek. Ooh. That, and, and who was a wonderful tight end during the Troy Aikman era. But this is Jake Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. And he is for real. What a stud athlete. He's going to have 50 yards minimum. And he's going to score a touchdown. For all those prop bets out there, whatever you need to do, Jake Ferguson is not you now we've discussed a lot of the tight end right right he is he's not there yet in that top five but oh is he flirting baby and after this week he might get a little fergilicious ladies and gentlemen and he might help you win your fantasy league and if he is your starting tight end moving forward for the rest of the year you are fine there okay so fergie is the tight end nose pick of the week all right, get right to it. It's that time of the show where Nose gives his Nose Pick of the Week, the player he thinks is going to have a monster week this week. I'm excited to hear it. For Week 14, the Nose Pick of the Week is... This Baltimore Ravens wide receiver has been flirting with the big games over and over again. Has had not one but two long touchdowns called back for stupid holding penalties, but not this week. This is finally where it all comes together. Born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, a fellow university school alumni, a South Florida Express alumni, the Boston College first rounder wide receiver with a 22 pick in the 2023 draft, Zay Flowers is the nose pick of the week. He's finally breaking one free. There will not be a yellow flag. Lamar Jackson's going to get him the ball. Zay Flowers. 
Big game for him. Get him in as a flex wide receiver three. Whatever you need to do. Zay Flowers, nose pick of the week. Jake Ferguson, your tight end pick of the week. Zay Flowers, your nose pick of the week. That is going to do it for us here on Zach and the Nose Week 14 edition. Like I said, New England-Pittsburgh coming up right after us tonight. And then you're going to have a monster matchup, uh, monster matchups all day on Sunday. But then Monday night, football, the doubleheader, including Tennessee at your Miami Dolphins here at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. For the Nose for myself, we want to wish everyone the happiest of holidays. We'll speak to you again next week. We hope you have a great week in fantasy football. You score lots of points and you get that W unless you're playing me. And I hope your team sucks and scores no points and I kick your ass. This has been Zach in the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.